Hello, Rainbow Readers. Holly here to let you know that we are re-releasing a few of our favorite episodes this summer. We're taking a break, having some self-care. We will be sending out some new mini-sodes just to keep things fresh. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy some of these favorite episodes that we've re-released. Go back and listen to some of your favorites from the past or some that maybe you missed. And take some time, check out our sponsor's website, homebodymn.com, where you can get 25% off of a box subscription by using the code RAINBOW25. So have a good rest of your summer, keep your head up, and take care out there. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Your Rainbow Reads. Hello! Today we're going to talk about graphic novels. Yes, I love this topic because like we said last time, graphic novels are a great way to kickstart your reading if you're in a bit of a slump. Yeah, if you're feeling like, you know what, I just want to sit down and read a book maybe in like a couple of hours or an hour. Yes, it's awesome for that. And it also, gra- oh, sorry, go ahead. Graphic novels are also good for people who have um, reading differences. And I was just going to say, it gives your brain a little something different to do with the book. You can look at the pictures, you yeah. can enjoy the art, and then read the story as well. Yes, for those of you who don't know, Graphic novels are just like books that are, I don't want to say comics. Is that I mean, right? Is it, they're like old school comics, except yeah. they're all compiled into a longer story. Yeah. Speaking of comics, what was your favorite comic strip growing up? Children, do you even know what comic strips are? I hope they know. My <laughs> favorite was actually Calvin and Hobbes. <gasps> Holy shit, I was literally going to say Calvin and Hobbes. Same. We both love Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. I have a collection of Calvin and Hobbes I comics. Do are they too. considered graphic novels? I doubt it. But no. anyway, they it's the comic strips that were from week to week, and they've all been compiled into these books. And I probably have like I don't know, probably twenty of them. I got a lot of them. Yeah. I love Calvin and Hobbes so much. I actually have a runner-up though. Was um, the Far Side? Yeah, I also like the Far Side. A lot. I have, I have a, a couple. Far I side have books. a shitload of Far Side books. The Far Side still holds up. I think. Yeah, it it is still very well. Both of them, but that is still really good. Uh, it was kind of political humor back in the day. Yeah, clever, 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 very clever. So. Today, with the graphic novels, how many do we have today? Um, I'm thinking we're going to have three or four. Yeah. Why do I not know how many we have? You literally have a paper. Well, but I also have one to add that I read as an arc that I'm just going to quickly mention because it's not out for several months. So I don't want to say too much. We don't have to say too much about it, but we'll go right. ahead and just mention it. Yes, to since, look out for it. Since you... Read it, and we didn't introduce ourselves. What is your name? (laughs) Hello. My name is Susie. And I'm Holly. Yeah. And welcome to your Rainbow Reads. Where we review and act foolish um, over (laughs) LGBTQIA books and authors. Yes. And there will be some foolishness and tomfoolery for sure. Are those the same thing, or is that different things? Is foolishness more foolish Um, than tomfoolery or less foolish? 
I don't and know. Where does that I, rate compared to shenanigans? That, oh, shenanigans is up above that. Okay, that's right. And I we like definitely that. also have shenanigans. <laughs> I have to say, we're nuts. <laughs> and sometimes we go off the rails and we talk about weird shit like geese. Yeah. And we, but then we try to come back, and sometimes we do. But today we we're we're not going to do that. You know, we talked about geese recently, and I offered up advice from you. No, I offered advice to you, and then I offered to our listeners that you could oh, give them advice. Yeah. I haven't gotten any requests yet, so well, that's a disappointment. If you're out, well, I mean, it just aired that episode aired okay. yesterday or something. So if you're out there and you want to know Susie's opinion. <laughs> On a problem that you're having. Now, we're not talking about a significant problem, y'all. We're talking about, like, a problem with perhaps an animal or uh, a partner. Um, maybe, like, someone's eating your lunch out of the fridge at work. Like, oh, that yeah, level. Yes, I will. Uh, that level I will solve problem. that problem. Yeah. Yeah. That level of problem. Not, mm-hmm. like, yes, you know. So Not something real hard. Yeah, like something that you don't mind a little. Yeah, if you want a funny take. I can yeah. probably give you that. She can maybe help you out. So you can contact us on Instagram. We are Your Rainbow Reads. Or you can send us an email, yourrainbowreads at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll give you a shout-out, and I'll tell you the answers to all your problems. Susie will tell you what she thinks you should do. <laughs> yes. And it's, look, it's not like I don't give good advice. No, I mean, I, I haven't seen the goose again, but I okay. feel like you solved my goose problem. <laughs> And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to our mini-sode from late January. And also, we... I can't believe we're literally... ...discussed Justin Ar- Arnold's... Talking about... ...wicked geese. little things on that episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, like, this is this is tomfoolery. So, go enjoy that again. Yeah. But what do you... What's the first up? Okay, so, so the first up... I want to start... I'm going to start with... Um, the book that I actually read today. I had on your jury duty. I had jury duty today, and I took this book with me, and I very much enjoyed well, it as a part of my jury duty. I'm just gonna rag on you just a tiny bit about this because that was very hopeful of you to think that you're just gonna read this short little thing before you got dismissed. Because when you texted me and was like, "I already read the whole fucking book," and then I saw the book. It was short. Yeah. Nothing against a short book. I'm just saying that you did not take an appropriately sized book for the amount of time that you served today. So I wasn't prepared for right. the day. I really thought that, you know, they would check us in and then, like, speak to us. And I was certain that if I could get someone to speak to me, <laughs> what were that you they wouldn't say? want me on a jury. What were you going to say? Well, a lot of times if you have a long career in mental health, and if you have that, most times they're going to dismiss you from a jury. Right. Just because of the experience that you've had in your life. And also I you know, I got other things that okay. just, just the way I look, you know, a lot of times could toss me off of a jury. Anyway, so I was expecting that, but what I wasn't expecting is to sit for eight hours and not have anyone of any type of official capacity I mean, could you acknowledge just, or would, speak to me at all. Could you have just left? I think they probably would have sent the police to my house if I left. That would have been terrible. I actually, because the county that you're in, I lived in that county for many, many years. And at the time that I lived there, they got the jury pool from your electric bill. Oh, um, no, 
I'm wrong. They got it from the voter registration. Bills. Yeah, that's what. And they do. I got summoned like three or four times within a two year span. It was like every six months, and there was a group of us in there. And the lady was so nice because we were all fucking disgruntled. We were so sour. And she literally did say to us, we are moving to a different system because you guys keep getting called down here so many times. And I was like, well, I fucking hope you do. Not that I don't want to serve on a jury, but like I don't want to go to jury duty every six months. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily mind serving on a jury but i am self-employed and you know it's a little yeah. bit of a you it's a financial you implication. lost some dollars yeah no one's no one's paying me to go to jury duty but that's, i digress that's not true they're gonna pay you 30 whole fucking dollars you can take yourself out and buy yourself a real nice meal with that not a real nice meal. A moderately a, 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 you know a moderately okay, priced a, meal an okay-ish meal with that 30 dollars <laughs> i mean I don't know that I don't feel like that's very much money. So no one spoke to me was the, but I just, but I did get released and you did finish this entire book. So the book is called, I'm a wild seed, my graphic memoir on queerness and decolonizing the world. That's a lot. Sharon Lee Dela Cruz. Okay. And this is actually a very appropriately titled book because it is this author's it's an autobiographical memoir okay of her coming out journey and what it was like to join the queer community and her experiences in thinking back about our history and specifically the history of BIPOC queer people um, and the struggles that we've, we and they have been through nice so it was um, a beautiful book it was like you said very short and just gave you I, I really like how the author at the end of the book acknowledged like this is just really a snapshot a snippet of these various right. things that I have researched and been interested in over the years um, and if you want to learn more about any number of these topics she breaks down where you can go to learn about oh, these that's topics. awesome would you so, say this was a it would be a good book for like um, young people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think the cover is super cute. Yeah, I think um, one thing that I did like about the book. A lot of times, you when you read these graphic novels, they are about kids, like high school kids. You know, like that younger people. True. And this, I, I don't have an exact age here, but this is certainly about an adult. Oh, um, so okay. this this person is older, and um, it was about an adult journey, which I thought was really good. And something that you don't see every day. So, yeah, but I would, I don't know that a kid would be super interested in, I guess it depends on the kid, if they're interested in, you know, like Stonewall and the history oh, right. of, of uh, that movie. there's actually a graphic novel about Stonewall. Oh, okay. The, the history of Stonewall is, there's a graphic novel, I think. This would go hand in hand with that. Awesome. Um, if you, if you were, you know interested in doing research and learning about that in kind of a different way so yeah i would highly recommend this book to um everyone to everyone yeah what did you rate this i rated this four stars awesome um this had no chili appropriate for all ages and um it's it's definitely five pride flags that's awesome so love it off to a strong start what is our next book 
you have on your paper. Let's talk about our next book. Let's talk about drama. Yeah, I actually read this. Drama came to my attention. Um, actually, two people gave it to me. You gave it to me, and then my 13-year-old niece gave it to me right around the same time. And when you gave it to me, we um, talked about how it was a popularly banned book. Yes. That this book um, yes. was objectionable to a lot of folks for whatever reason. And so I was curious about the book for that reason. And then also when um, my niece gave it to me, that you know piqued my curiosity as well. Yeah. Lily, actually, my daughter, gave me this book. And she loves graphic novels. She has dyslexia. And graphic novels are a great way for her to consume books because they're definitely more accessible. There's not so many words on a page, so they're really good for her. This is Drama by Raina Telgemeier. Yeah, Raina Telgemeier. And this is a story of kind of a little more what I would think would be a classic graphic novel. It's yes. kids at a high school or kids at, is it a middle school or high school? In they're, a, they're dra- teenagers. In the drama club. Drama is the right word for this book in a yes. lot of ways. They're in a drama club. They're full of drama because they're teenagers. Yeah. Drama abounds. It does abound, and there's good representation in this book. For sure. And my kid is a theater kid, and so I'm always down to read stories about theater kids. I really like the story. Um, Callie's the main character, and, you know, Callie goes through some drama in the in the little book. It's actually there in the title. She yes. does go through <laughs> She does go through it. This says on stage and off stage drama. But it's I think this book is definitely I mean it was a good story for everyone, but I would definitely say this is more a young not even a young adult, a middle grade. Oh yeah. Um book and hey, I'm all for uh letting your kids read band books. I Thoroughly support letting your kids, encouraging your kids to read banned books, specifically books like this one. There was nothing objectionable in this. Not whoever in the the world thought that this book had something in it that anybody shouldn't read. I just don't understand it. Well, because they're assholes. I just know that they are. I feel like we we talked about that. Having a good time, being themselves. There's some gay kids in the book. Good for them. I mean, it is the theater after all. Good for them. Yeah. I think um, people just want to fucking bitch about something and they want to be assholes. This was a nice little story. It was great. And I definitely say if you have kids that are in that, you know, 9 to 13 range, this is like peak for them. The twist at the end will put a smile on your yeah, face. It was, I was grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, it was, so it, cute. was it was absolutely great. This was a good one. I give it I gave that five stars. I gave it five stars too. And um five pride flags. Zero yeah. zero chilies. Well obviously. obviously it is not for that. And then if you're reading Raina Telgemeier and this this other graphic novel that I'm going to talk about very briefly does not include any type of representation, but on our podcast, we have discussed anxiety and mental health in the past. And if any listeners have struggled with that or know kids that are struggling with that, there's a book, a graphic novel that Raina Telgemeier has written called Guts. And Guts is an extremely well-written topic of anxiety and a kid going to therapy and taking care of their anxiety and their mental health concerns. Oh, that's awesome. And so that's a, a super great um, 
graphic novel that I would recommend for adults or kids who are struggling with anxiety or who are interested in talking to someone else about their anxiety. It just covers a lot of really good topics. Yeah, she has written a lot of really good books. Yeah, so um, Guts is also a good story. That is a good story. Well, I have one that I read. Now, I'm just going to mention it briefly, and then you can mention your last one. Yeah. Um, But I read an arc of a graphic novel, and it was called Paper Planes, and it's by Jenny Wilson. No, my bad, Jenny Wood. And it was so good. It Again, remember how we were saying that when we reviewed of Loyalties and Wreckage that while it was there was definitely some frivolity yes that it was way deeper yeah this is like that this is a graphic novel but it definitely touched on some intense subjects uh poverty and bullying and um like family expectations there was also some like drug and alcohol abuse that was talked about also so this is a book Again, I would say a more traditional graphic novel that, you know, has kids like teenagers and stuff in it that's about two high schoolers. But it was really, it was really good. It was way deeper than I expected it to be. And it had, the whole book was just filled with representation. So I did want to mention that. And I gave that Paper Planes by Jenny Wood five stars five pride flags and that comes out on may 16th oh so a little bit of a wait on that one but write that down for future yeah so if you go back at least we can tag it in the show notes and then when it comes out you can go check it out because it was really really good yeah will do thank you and what is your last book here last but not least is a an adorable little graphic novel called moon cakes it's the cover definitely gets the cutest cover of the day award. It, it does. gets its little corgi in a Christmas <laughs> sweater award. Um, this no was, one probably knows what that is. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about corgis? Look, y'all need to stay current. If you're not listening to every episode, you're going to miss some inside jokes, and then you're going to feel like you're left behind. Yeah, and you're going to feel sad in your heart. And one of our Christmas episodes, we decided to start giving out cute cover awards, and that was because of the corgis in the sweater. And because I literally can't not mention you have when to a cover. I have to talk about a cover if it's cute. The cover is. Yeah. And this one is the winner winner. It was so cute. Mooncakes. Suzanne Walker. Cute, cute little book. So this, the description is a story of love and demons, family and witchcraft. And it is. It's such a good story about a witch and a werewolf and some demons. I got I literally opened the book and I think I read like 3 pages and I just could not cross the finish line today, but I am going to cuz yeah. it looks so cute. Yeah, it's really really good. And it's um it has ghosts in it and it has a lot of um family and found family. And it's you know I love that it's a supernatural occurrences in a New England town. Oh, I love a New England town. Uh, Asian representation in the book, and the mooncakes is actually in reference to um, a celebration that they were having, and as a part of the celebration, they 
bake little moon cakes, but there wasn't actually a lot of talk. That's my only complaint about the book is that there there wasn't a description. You know, I, I really like to hear about snacks and food. Oh, I, I want to hear. there wasn't much of a description of the moon cakes. It just kind of mentioned them. And yeah. And it didn't say, and it didn't really show you. I always want to talk about food. And in fact, I saw a TikTok the other day that was totally up my alley. It said, what would it take to get you to join a cult? Snacks. And one, yes, one guy popped on there and was like, snacks. It's definitely snacks. And I'm, that's me. If you want to kidnap me, all you would have to say is I have a bag of snacks and some books. And they're fresh baked. Yeah. And I would just hop on, I would hop right on in. So that is a bit of a bummer that they didn't talk more about snacks. Yeah. I thought there would be more talk of snacks. When I heard, start, when they started talking about the mooncakes and I knew the title was mooncakes, I was like, here we go. But it wasn't like that. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. It was still good. It had werewolves. It had um, good representation, non-binary. Awesome. Sapphic. Um, How many pride flags? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give five pride flags to the book. Good. Five pride flags and four stars. I, of course, deducted a star because of the lack of mooncake <laughs> representation. Uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just having some fun. This was a good book. That's um, awesome, though. That's like, hey, look, authors, if you don't talk about food, we're going to deduct a whole star from you. If there's an opportunity to talk about... Now, sometimes books just don't include food, and that's fine. But yeah. if there's an opportunity to talk about food and you miss it... Yeah. I'm going to notice. It, we're all going to notice. I'm going to yeah. notice that. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you liked that one. No, I did. I really liked Mooncakes. I would recommend Mooncakes. What's a good eight? Is that more geared towards the younger crowd, or would you say? I'd say teenagers. Okay. Probably like, you know, I could see my niece reading this, 13, 14, 15-ish. Well, that's awesome. Or yeah. adultish. I would like it as well. Well, you did I mean, like I did it. like it. You did like it. I intentionally read it, and I would... Um, Recommend it to anyone. I would read it again. If you're looking for a cute graphic novel. If I, there was a follow-up, I'd read a follow-up. I actually have one more. Okay. And since you broke the rule first about talking about a book with no representation... Okay, yeah, because I did bring Guts into it, and yeah. I would recommend So I'm going to break guts. it this time, but I only because I think it's incredibly important. Okay. So this book was a, originally a novel set in verse, which I love, but it was also turned into a graphic novel. Okay. And it's called Long Way Down. Oh, yeah, I did. I read this. By one. Jason Reynolds. Yeah, it's really good. And powerful. when I say this was probably the most powerful book I read last year, when I talk about a gut punch, holy shit. This book is about gun violence. Yeah very powerfully written the verse was just breathtaking from page one to the very end it did not let up it was incredible it was timely and i think every single fucking person that lives in this country america she means america yes sorry hello to our international sorry international listeners um america is a little obsessed with um guns we have a gun culture and i think this book is incredibly important for people to read thank you and so that is, i'm gonna break our rules for this break. because you know what i tried i did heavy research trying to somehow smash <laughs> this book and make it fit and i was like i can't make it fit but then when you 
said about guts i was like you know what i'm going to take that as an opportunity to mention long way down by jason reynolds you can get the it in graphic novel version or you can just read the um novel written in verse but please go out and support that author he is incredible yeah i agree very good book so that's it that's all of our graphic novels we blew through that rather quickly that's what we have so today we had kids in the drama class yep witches and uh werewolves mooncakes mooncakes but no mooncakes (laughs) (laughs) uh good take on phobias yep gun violence oh shit and whatever um you just can't your other one was about i was listening Oh, paper planes. That was oh, that was about um, like bullying. But they go yeah, to a great. camp for bad kids. Fantastic. And they send paper planes to one another. Oh. But yeah, I mean, this one. The thing about graphic novels is, even though they're kind of cutesy with the comics, a lot of these books address some very deep topics. They do, and which I, is I appreciate that. Which is good because it, I mean, it makes it more accessible yeah. in some ways too. And sometimes I think it makes it a little more palatable when yes. you're talking about something that is, um, you know, it's it just makes it more palatable for kids or for adults that, you know, yeah, it's it's good. So go out and grab these if not for yourself. For, for a your friend. for a friend for or a young your, friend or an older friend or your children whoever and um, give them a graphic novel and of course we suggest that you go out and grab them at a local bookstore but if you need to order them from Amazon we're going to include an affiliate link that we would appreciate if you would if you would use just clickety click when on. you make your purchase it'll be so convenient for you just to do that <laughs> and you work so hard at getting that together <laughs> every week for for our friends here and if you would take a moment and just go rate and review our podcast it helps so much it would just really help to um to give us a little more a little more exposure out yeah, there because the i don't understand algorithms and how they work but apparently if more people listen then more people hear about it yeah exactly that's how that works it doesn't seem fair you know you would think if the less people that listen the more they would advertise you but that's just not how it goes no, it's the opposite of that it is so we we would really like this year to be the year where this podcast takes off so that we can keep on recommending these awesome books to you. And if you know someone who might like our podcast, make that personal recommendation. You know? Go <laughs> ahead and to them. send it to a queer friend that you know that or, likes to read. Or a straight friend. If they have a good sense of humor and don't mind talking about a lot of gay stuff. Well, I I mean am There straight. are straight people like that out there. I yes. <laughs> there sure are. We appreciate. We appreciate every listen. All your allies. How about that? Every share. Yes. Every review. We appreciate it so much. And as always, take care of yourselves until next time. Yeah, have some fun out there. See you later. Bye.